The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Welcome in to NBA Pulse, a production of iHeartRadio and the NBA. I'm Sarah Kustak, NBA analyst for the Yes Network, and today is Friday, March 31st, from our incredible core group of NBA journalists, we're joined now by NBA.com senior writer Michael C. Wright. And uh, Michael, another Kia MVP ladder out. We are getting towards the end of the season. It's getting fun, though. It's It's been pretty consistent of who's been at the top three, three or four uh, moving parts, though. You've got Nikola Jokic moved back up to that number one spot. Joel Embiid at number two. Giannis Adetokounmpo at three. Jason Tatum at four. Demonis Sabonis jumps up to that number five spot. But... All eyes have pretty much been on those top three in particular, the top two. And, of course, there was a big matchup uh, between the Philadelphia 76ers and the Denver Nuggets on Monday. However, Joel Embiid missed it with right calf tightness. Uh, Denver ends up winning, and uh, there was a big night for Nikola Jokic. That game being one of the things, but just for us, put in perspective where things sit, you think, at this point of the season, um, given where the MVP race has been throughout the course of it, and now as we hit these final few weeks. Well, Sarah, I've got Nikola Jokic number one, and unlike other MVP voters, I'm not going to give you this whole altruistic spiel about you know how that one game didn't matter, because frankly, to me, that rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, you're talking about, you know, how you want to win MVP and you're asking, what are the criteria and what do I have to do? I'm putting up these numbers. I'm the most dominant big man of all time, blah, blah, blah. But then when you have a chance to go up against the other dominant big man, the other guy that's up for the MVP, you decide not to play. Now, I, you know, I really looked at it. I'm like, okay, so what's going on here? 
I mean, he did play in a back-to-back that weekend, and then he had a day off, and then that game on Monday is the one you decide not to play? I don't know. Um, and I get it. You know, Joel Embiid is saying that it's all about the playoffs. You know, my goal is to be as healthy as I can because I'm trying to win a championship. Fine. And that's admirable. But, you know, we are talking about the most competitive athletes in the world playing on one of the, the most competitive sports in all the sports. And you decide not to play this game. I thought that, you know, going into it, that Joel Embiid was probably leading. He's probably leading the pack. But I thought that that decision was kind of a bad move. And I don't care what you say. You know, people are like, well, you know, he's doing the right thing for the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. But perception is reality whenever we come to, you know, when us voters are trying to decide how to break ties when we're talking about this MVP race. And so to me, Jokic has a slight edge, but I think this is going to come all the way down to the end before I really make a decision. And we just got the ballots, I think, yesterday. And I haven't even opened it up yet because I'm like, let me know what I'm going to do first before I even open this thing. Do you think Joel Embiid uh, recently made some comments saying that this season his focus is on the postseason, on the playoffs, on winning? He does not care about the MVP award, which is different than some of the things we had heard from him in the past or how he had spoken about it. Um, do Do you think there is a change in his attitude and approach towards it? Or do you think those are, are words that he feels like he should be saying at this point of the year? Well, when you talk about what he said in the past, what he said was in the recent past. You know what I mean? It's not like he was saying that last year and then changed his mind and his approach about it this year. But I do think that ultimately he decided that, you know, if I take care of what I need to take care of on the court and go win this championship, okay, the other stuff is just going to fall into place. And I think that should have been the approach that he was taking this whole year instead of sort of, I'm not saying he was campaigning for the award, but he talked a lot about it. And I get it. You talk about it because reporters ask you about it. You know what I mean? It's not like he's like arbitrarily saying, oh, yeah, I don't know what I got to do to win the MVP. It's not that reporters are asking him. So he's naturally going to answer. But, you know, he should have been, you know, probably coming or responding with those diplomatic answers from the very beginning of the season. Like, look, I'm here to win a championship. The rest of it will take care of itself. And so, I mean, I'm not saying that Joel Embiid is being disingenuous at all, because I think, you know, as a young man, your priorities change throughout your career. And, you know, it sounds a certain kind of way when all you talk about is the MVP, if you know what I mean. So I thought it was important, actually, for him to to decide to take this approach, because this is like one of the best shots he's going to have at winning it, because, you know, we don't give James Harden his his just due, but he was an all-star this year and got snubbed. Yes. Yes, he was, without a doubt. Uh, do, what do you think he needs? Joel Embiid, six games left for the 76ers, and it will be interesting to see how much they play, how much everyone plays, uh, what that looks like as they prep for a postseason run. What does he need to do? You said you haven't even opened up the, the envelope, the ballot. What would he need to do to get your vote? Oh, I, I think he's got to have some some big performances down the stretch, and I also think that it's going to be a really, really tight race. And, you know, let's be real here. You know, we, we talk about historical precedent. You know, like when every when everybody talks about Nikola Jokic, it's always like, well, we can't give him three in a row. I mean, we're putting him on Larry Bird's level, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? 
The last MVP to play 68 games was Bill Walton in the, in the late 70s. So if Joel Embiid plays the rest of the schedule without every game, he'll reach 68 games. So we're going to set historical precedent that way. I mean, we can't have it both ways, if you know what I mean. So I don't know. I really don't know what he's got to do, but I think he's just got to be dominant from here on out. And I think he'll have a good chance because as it stands right now, the vote is pretty much split 50-50. Yeah, and you said he'll have some more chances. One of those may include a visit to the Milwaukee Bucks on Sunday. Uh, we talked a lot about Jokic. We've talked a lot about Embiid. Obviously, Giannis is always in that mix. Big win last night for the Boston Celtics at Milwaukee, 140-99. to um, Jalen Brown had 30 points, five rebounds, five assists, but Jason Tatum with 40 points, eight rebounds. He went eight to 10 from the three point line. He's been sitting in your number four spot in this Kia MVP race. And Tatum another three. God, he puts in another one. <laughs> Do we not, we talk about not talking about the, the season quite possibly that James Harden has added to the 76ers. Do we not talk about Jason Tatum enough in this MVP conversation? Oh, I, I think he, they lost some steam. And if, if you go back to like the beginning of the season, I remember we were all like the discussion was how, how are they going to keep making shots at this rate? I mean, they were hitting like, I'm, I'm talking not, not Jason Tatum. I'm talking about the whole team. They were hitting something like 50% from three point range for, for a long time early in the season. And, and the thought was that this is just not sustainable. And then for a little while, they, they sort of came back down to earth and shot like mere mortals do. <laughs> and, you know, so they, they had their struggles. But the thing is, and what, one thing I, I think is really interesting about this Celtics team is, you know, they do. They have had a couple of lulls where they, you know, maybe lose three games in a row, something like that. But it's never a sustained thing. Like they always bounce right back. And I think that that is really key for this team's growth when it comes to the playoffs. You know, we saw what happened last year and we didn't even see Jason Tatum last year. I mean, we thought we were going to see him, but he didn't show up in, in the finals. And, you know, I, I think that that was a real learning experience from him. I mean, you know, you go back to last night's game. I mean, these guys combined for 70 points. I mean, and not only that against the Bucks. Now, just a handful of games to go. It'll be very difficult for Boston to get number one. They want to hold on to number two. Hold on to your hats. Another three by Tatum. And, I mean, that was like the second biggest home loss in Bucks history. Now, I got to give Giannis and the rest of the crew a little grace because that was the second night of a back-to-back. And so those guys were probably gassed. But anyway, I, with Jason Tatum, I don't think that we don't talk about him enough. I just think that, you know, he's sort of been up and down. He hasn't been as consistent as like the other top, the top three guys in the MVP race. I mean, last night, didn't he? I think he passed Paul Pierce for like the second most 40, 40 point games in Celtics history. And then when you, when, you know, when you talk about like a, a stat like that, I mean, he's in the company of like Larry Bird, you know, Larry Bird has the most. And then there's Paul Pierce and Jason Tatum is second in that. And what is he like, 18? I'm joking here. But you know what I mean? He's a really young dude. He's already accomplished so much in his career. And so I think the arrow is only pointing up for him. And, you know, maybe we don't talk about him as much as we should in the MVP race. But this guy has a long career ahead of him. And I think we will be talking about him quite a bit more in the future. 
We will. He's still 25, a fresh 25. Whoa. Uh, just turned at the beginning of March. And you were right, Buck's coming off of a game at the Pacers uh, the previous night, though it was still such a dominant, dominant win for this Boston team. Now winners of four of their last five. Uh, we're going to get into another big matchup that we're looking at tonight on NBA TV as we head over to the Western Conference where it is wild. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers bet five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources are you still searching for your perfect place to call home well now is the time to buy at fisher homes if you're looking to move in before the end of 2024 may could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end if you're hoping to move in even sooner fisher homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you where you can start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home we went from normal life healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or b-cell all the saint jude team came up to get cj via ambulance shortly after that i noticed a rainbow it meant that there was hope we were driving into hope to have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Welcome back to NBA Pulse. Sarah Kustak joined by Michael C. Wright. And man, Michael, this Western Conference is, is crazy. It changes day by day, and it's hard to keep up with exactly how things look. Uh, you know, teams are all bunched up there in the middle of it and trying to either get in the play-in, stay out of the play-in, uh, but just get in the playoffs in general. Two of those teams are the Los Angeles Lakers and the Minnesota Timberwolves, who have a big matchup tonight on NBA TV at 8 p.m. Uh, Minnesota currently sitting in that eighth place spot, a half a game ahead of the Lakers, who are in ninth. Uh, talk to me about this matchup, because Minnesota's team has come on. They've been playing really well, uh, starting to put some of those pieces together, have Carl Anthony Towns back. And uh, the Lakers with LeBron James back now and how they can start to work together with Anthony Davis, what type of push they can make um, now in that play and positioning. Uh, what do you think of these two teams, where they're at at this point and the odds they have here as they head into the playoffs? I will say, first off, shout out to the people that decided to come up with the playing in tournament. Yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, because it's like 
you know, you think about it, like in years past, before the playing tournament, around this time of year, everybody's resting their guys and some guys or uh, some teams decide, OK, we don't really have anything left to play for. So, you know, let's make sure we don't get any of our key people injured. You know, let's rest them. So now with the playing tournament, like it's giving these teams a lot of incentive to, to really compete because you're talking about playoff berths. And then like when you look at the, the bottom four or not the bottom four, but, the you know, the, the four in contention in the West for that playing for the playing spots and the seven, eight seats. I mean, they're all within a game of each other. So the game between Minnesota and the Lakers, it, it's huge. And, and what I find interesting about the whole matchup is that you're talking about a couple of teams that have like really gotten back whole again. You know, LeBron James had missed some time, and obviously Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, I was, I was wondering if he was ever going to play again this season. Yeah. <laughs> so those two guys are back, and then, you know, you just look at the makeup of the teams. Like the Lakers, you know, after the trade deadline, they sort of totally revamped the roster. And when you do something like that, that late in the season, now you've got a whole, a whole adjustment uh, period to, you know, try to get everybody – you know, in line and, and kind of going the same direction. And, you know, as we know, Sarah, the Lakers is Austin Reeves team right now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that, he's got some moxie to him. He, he's, yeah, he's, he's a good fit. Yeah. But, you know, so it's a, it's a big game. And the reason why it's such a big game to me is, is, you know, like you want to be in that seven, eight seed, if, if, if that's as, as far as you're going to advance, you know, you want to be in seven, eight, because in that case, you only got to win one game as opposed to winning two if you're nine or 10. And, you know, LeBron James, I don't want to call him an old man, but he is 38. And so, you know, you put him in a situation where he's got to play, win two games uh, in a playoff atmosphere and then go into the playoffs against one of the top seeds. That's a big ask. So, you know, I, I think the Lakers actually have a chance to move, you know, move up ahead, like move to like seven or eight and, and get in that spot where all they have to do is win one game. And I don't care who the Lakers play. Uh, if we're talking about a one game situation, I I wouldn't bet against them. And I don't care who it is they're playing. They could be playing, you know, the, the Bucks. Uh, you know, I mean, we're going out of conference here, but they could be playing one of the best yeah. teams in the league. And I still would like the Lakers chances because I'm not ever betting against LeBron James. Yeah, and that's the the beauty of all of this, as you mentioned, that some other teams uh, in that play-in scenario are trying to be. you got a, a big Saturday, we're talking about tonight, a big Saturday coming as well um, on NBA TV. The Dallas Mavericks, who are currently in 11th, trying to even get in playoff seating against the Miami Heat, or where is 7th place in the East, trying to get out of the play-in to get into the top six. But after that, an hour later, the Los Angeles Clippers at the New Orleans Pelicans. And the Pelicans, Michael, have been rolling. I mean, they had a stretch in the season where they had lost 10 straight games in a row. They've now won six of their last seven, still playing without Zion. But Brandon Ingram has been tremendous, as has the rest of this group um, starting to fit the pieces together. What have you seen out of the Pelicans and, and how dangerous could they potentially be, uh, given the fact that they're sitting in that seventh spot, just a game back of Golden State to get into six? Well, my only issue, my only issue looking at you know the pelican schedule because i had to pull it up as you were saying that because i remember looking through it and, and kept thinking where are the wins going to come from i, I mean look, let's look at i'm sitting here looking at the rest of their schedule right now they got the clippers the kings the grizzlies the knicks and then they finish the season at minnesota those are all super tough games all of them 
And, you know, I'm looking at it. You got one back-to-back -back set. You play Sacramento April 4th, Tuesday, and then you follow, follow that up against the Memphis Grizzlies, who are probably one of the hottest teams in the NBA right now. So, you know, yeah, the Pelicans are rolling. Uh, B.I. is doing his thing. I mean, he's had like 30 points in what, four of his last six games? Ingram takes a peek, one to shoot, got to go, gets it off in time, and buries the jumper. Brandon Ingram right before the timer expires. So he's doing his thing, and, and the shame of it is that, man, you don't have, you know, Zion Williamson. If you got him, that they they would be in in such a better place and you know i don't even want to get into like some of my thoughts like you know long term with williamson because you know gosh he's such just an explosive talent that you know i just want to see him be able to sustain a whole season but you know without him they've done well and i think a, a lot of it is you know they they've got defense herb jones that man locks people down you know, CJ McCullum, he's, he's been a great leader for him. And so, you know, I, I think they're going to have a fighting chance. But again, looking at this last five games, it, it, there are no just gimmies in there. And, you know, also looking at these last five games, the only team in there that probably isn't going to be like just fighting super hard to make to, you know, sort of fighting for their seeding. Memphis might be the only one because they pretty much got that number two seed locked up. Yeah. 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 It's going to be fun and a ton of credit to Willie Green in his second year with the yeah. Pelicans. He's done a tremendous job with this group and people had said it from, from the jump, but he's been great. All right, Michael, read all your stuff at NBA.com. Obviously, uh, good, good nuggets uh, in your article about the Kia MVP race. And we appreciate you as always for your time. You got it. NBA Pulse with Sarah Kustak is a production of the NBA and iHeartRadio. Please rate, review, and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.